Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Here we are, folks. Welcome to or welcome back to Kinjas Movement in the Shadows. We are your host, Ben. And I am Anthony. And we are stoked for our guest today. Today we have pro parkour and tricker athlete. He was the 2019 world champion. You've probably seen his many viral clips on Instagram and TikTok. We have a real life action figure in the pod. We have Bailey Bagels Payne. What is popping? I'm ready. I had a bagel this morning. I just wanted to share Hey, that. big shout out though. Big, big shout, shout out. out. <laughs> well, what is the name? What's the origin of the bagel? Uh, long story short, YouTube video I filmed in like 2009. Group of friends were sitting in a room kind of like this, but we're like coming up with YouTube ideas. And the video idea was us coming up with an idea in a room. And as someone was describing an idea, it went through like six different genres of like romantic, action, scary. And then like by the time we got to the seventh person, someone actually walked in the house and this was not staged at all. And they were like, oh, we have pizza bites, like the bagel bites. Oh, yeah. Love, and I was I the only one who bites. didn't like them at the time. And they were making fun of me for it. So you don't like bagel bites? bagel bites? And then, well, I, they're all right now. But yeah, that, that's pretty much. <laughs> now that you've kind of branded yourself that way. Yeah. yeah, literally from a pizza bite thing to now like a morning breakfast meal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I got the name. People think it's something so crazy and bizarre. It's not. It's a Simple story. You know like what? That. I think most nickname origin stories are kind of lame and very anticlimactic like that. So it I is. understand, man. <laughs> I don't even have a cool AK. I'm just Anthony Lee. That I'm, no, I'm, you do have AKs. You just don't claim them. <laughs> you don't identify with them. First of all, that's is that even cool? Is that even a compliment? I don't even. That's like <laughs> I. I mean, hey, people call you things, and you just hey. This you, isn't about me. Let's focus. Let's focus. Okay, on yeah, that. yeah. You're right. You're right. But bagels, dude. Thank yeah. you for hopping in the pod, man. We met via social media yes, you know sir. and let's go to the origins yeah. like where that really came to be and how you got there because i think you know we've been able to see even through your social media and all that stuff how phenomenal the journey's become but really understanding like where it came from is is one of the best parts of a story i'm from south carolina irmo like right in the middle of columbia to be exact so like middle of nowhere i moved out here four and a half years ago to la so i've been here like four and a half years now and I originally came here with my brother in the RV bus that we bought because we would do tours around America, some Europe, some parts of Australia, like coaching kids how to flip. We did that for like two and a half, three months in the summer for like four or five years, I think. And then after that, we were like, all right, let's end it in LA on this final tour. It's been it's been definitely crazy because like I'm talking about touring already. I mean, what you I think you're skipping the step to touring with yeah, what? So, so, you, so you have a gymnastics background? Yeah, well, no, not gymnastics. All star cheerleading, cheerleading, which is like the 2019 thing. You said I was a champion. It was the world cheerleading championship, which is in oh, Orlando. Okay. Y'all, if y'all know anything with dance, they had the dance worlds there too. Yeah, I'm familiar mm-hmm. with the, the cheerleading yeah. championship. That stuff's crazy. Yeah, man. so that just ended last weekend. Actually, I haven't even done it since 2019. So before that, I cheered probably 10 years in South Carolina and I'm stayed with this gym that I love the gym, the people, the facility, but if you actually care about the sport, like the teams weren't the best, but my brother and I didn't care about being on like the best team. We we're like, oh, it's a gym, you know, we can utilize this to get better and stuff. But to go back before that, we were like the only guys who were cheering in South Carolina at that time when we were younger. When I started, I was like, 10 he was nine and i actually joined when i was 12 so the only reason i joined is because they said we could come use the gym for free if we were you know cheerleaders on the team they were like all right exchange being a guy cheerleader potentially getting made fun of in high school you know but whatever in middle school and and it was just worth it at the time because you just desperately wanted to train and trick well we had a babysitter she was teaching us how to flip at home but like she was just getting bored it wasn't out of like oh yeah i want to make them get good it was like she's bored of just watching us so she just made us start doing it's like here try this yeah because she was a cheerleader okay so then long story short yeah that's kind of like how that came to be happy accident i would say well (laughs) i I think the 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 leap though even from uh no pun intended from cheerleading to gymnastics to parkour tricking because that's a when i i mean I, i obviously i see the bridge there but i mean I don't know how you practice jumping from a building to a building. Hey, let me just practice that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I was doing cheerleading, there was always like 
a unclaimed title of like doing parkour without even knowing you're doing parkour you know mm. like anyone who's like, like climbing over a ledge like even now if you were to do like hop over a wall it's parkour technically you know you're sick i could do parkour yeah yeah it's it's, it's, it's the most simple <laughs> run away from it's people. the most simple thing you don't gotta jump buildings for yeah, it to be parkour okay, people okay. just like in modern society when they think of parkour they think of the office or people jumping buildings i do sure. think of the office it's literally <laughs> there's no in between there's literally the highest or the lowest medium you know yeah it's it's actually not good but it is what it is you know whatever but long story short i went from cheerleading to tricking to parkour now Got and it. free running. I do parkour uh-huh. and free running kind of simultaneously. What's the difference between free running and parkour? So parkour is getting point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. And uh, free running is the most creative way possible. Uh, so Whoa. you got to add that, add the sauce. Add, add the, the sauce. Yeah, add okay. a flip. Add some spin. Add mm-hmm. some flow, some flare, some grabs, you know. Did you have anybody that was kind of a mentor in that space for you? Or was that just yeah, a babysitter, dude? Oh, your babysitter. No, 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 no. For tricking, yeah. This guy named Michael Guthrie. He's the best in the world. He's okay. from Kansas. And he just hands down, like, pretty much every movement industry knows who he is. Mm. That's how, like, I've heard, I've heard how refined well, yeah. he is mm-hmm. in this. It's like he's untouchable. Still, it's yeah. crazy. And then there's this new upcoming kid who's, like, everyone's like, he's the best. Now his name's Shosei. He's from Japan he's unbelievable he's doing stuff that even this other guy can't do right but it's not the like the most exact clean perfect textbook like Mm -hmm, this other guy mm -hmm. he can do like a to y everything exactly perfect Mm -hmm. not z but this kid can do a to z but make on a 40 percent looking scale first a 99 percent look i really love how like super meta and like super technical you're talking um because because i do feel like i kind of understand even though i don't understand uh the craft or i don't participate myself actually i I am a professional parkour um but but for for anybody who's listening that doesn't fully understand you know what i mean the depth of like when you say things like a to y 40 percent, this and that yeah like give us give us a little bit more layman's terminology so like Another way to describe it is he he's just you have people who do something and then you have people who can like perfect something in mm-hmm. a sense you yeah. know he's the discipline he grew up with martial arts from his parents and shit like that's made him like predominantly everything's laser focused sharp 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 versus this other kid who just grew up and actually in like a break dancing community but not heavily martial arts based which the martial arts guys are already like totally understand it's like it's like watching uh uh, somebody in gymnastics do flares versus watching somebody in the b-boy community yeah Yeah, one is uh visibly like uh perfected in a certain way that gymnastics perfection of lines Mm -hmm. and like flow and stuff like that but the rawness and the swag and and even the origins Mm. of certain things are are, give a totally different culture yeah but even this guy guthrie he's hitting the raw but like he's making perfect look not like there's something better than perfect it's crazy right Ah. it's like he just pulls it off the execution so well that, that's it's, interesting when you say there's something that's better than perfect because i think even just Ant touched on it when something is has a little bit of an edge or rough around the edges but it just evokes a feeling where it's just like i don't know what that was but that made me feel something where you call it swag you call it sauce yeah. or, or style right and that's what kind of makes hip-hop culture this unique uh way of expression right because there's no necessarily one way to do something is if you can do that but in your own way and then you kind of just make people be like whoa i've never seen that done that way that makes me feel or or sometimes when we like judge a dance competition right it's like yes that team technically could win first place because they were cleaner Mm -hmm. technically and xyz but that other show was unforgettable right right and and that left me with something that i want to go do you know what i mean so it's like I, i i can understand the depth of that even in other yeah, crafts yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what this other kid has kind of has that that x factor well, forget these other kids man. Yeah. let's talk about it. let's talk about bagels <laughs> so what you want to know about me now yeah. <laughs> for example like let's see have you do you have signature moves uh yeah i had the world record for a cork for like eight years all right how many is that 28 28 corks in a row yeah how many did you do when you was a little uzi vert what was it uh or uh, oh uh asap ferg oh asap uh, that's uh, that was. was only like five to knee but i was i was drinking that whole day i didn't expect to even <laughs> go on the stage bro i was just long story short i was there for a red bull athlete summit there's like 100 best athletes of red bull we're all together mm-hmm. in one area in austin texas and they had us at willie nelson's ranch for like a few days time like trying all types of stuff they even brought us like 
Kelly Slater's uh, man-made wave pool. Oh, you sick. know what I'm talking about? It makes yeah, like a wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. super tight. But then they took us to ACL, the festival after. I've never been – well, no, that was my second music festival ever, so I didn't know what to expect at all. So I decided to stay with my skating homies, you know, because I feel like they have the best taste in music. <laughs> I was like, these guys are going to know what to do. So I, I just stayed with them. They took us to ASAP Ferg, and the other half of the group went to the Red Bull VIP section. So it was like – do I want to go watch the end of ASAP thing or go to the VIP or Red Bull and network? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with them for a little bit because I was networking all weekend. And then right. next thing you know, like not even five minutes in, I was just in a mosh pit, did a couple flips, and then just – He just brought it, you up on yeah, yeah. I was. It was literally that quick. That's a couple crazy. shots and then boom, next go. thing That's you know. That's how it works. Yeah. What do you feel like was your kind of um, superpower and how you got to that spot? You know, like what? What is, is it? Your work oh, ethic? Is it just your like your addiction to to staking your life? You know, what yeah. I mean? Like, what is? I it? mean, you kind of summed it up with that. I would. I mean, honestly, what you said that plus like I can get small motivation out of nowhere from like anything really. Like mm. I feel like that's what my ADHD blessing is, mm-hmm. as I can kickstart like an energy boost whenever I need. Even if I'm feeling like really tired and down, I'm like, oh no, 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 boom. I don't even have to have a thought. I can just get into that that zone, you know, and just fire myself up immediately. I don't even need music. That's where I got into that point where I can be alone too. Yeah. And I can do a world's first trick right now by myself without music because I got to that point of firing myself up. So there's not even the fear of getting hurt. No, always, always. Oh, always. always. Yeah, it's always I fractured there. this ankle like two months ago. Uh, oh, this dang. me, I, I have two screws in it. As you can see that line two years ago, I ruptured my AC on tour, both meniscus in a competition in Amsterdam. And yeah, just have like random, like things like this that keep just like slipping up in the path. Right. But I always bounce back from it. That's why I tell everyone. So, I mean, normally when stuff like that happens, that will deter you from continuing to do the thing that made that happen. Yeah, exactly. So, so how like, do you, how do you bounce back after having gone through these painful surgeries and yeah. all that? So, like, a lot of stuff growing up, like, it's as dumb as it sounds, like, when you're young, it's not even dumb, actually, this part. Your brain gets programmed to think a certain way when you're raised a certain way. Mm. It's just all psychology. So, the psychology of me growing up with my mom telling me that I can't do certain things when I wanted to, I would do it. So the amount of people in my industry who got the same injury saying, oh, you won't be able to do a, this type of trick anymore, or this, I'm saying, shut up. And I just do it. And now you're, I'm you're just done. seeing your mom on their, on their neck. And you're like, nah, dude, I'm going to do it. No, it's just, I kind of universally <laughs> connect it all. I'm just kind of like, I just kind of shut their opinions out. You know, I'm like, it, that's exactly why it's your opinion. That's why your negative thoughts hurt you. That ain't going to hurt me. Wow, so, I, I definitely see the truth in that. Even you know, from we we didn't have supportive parents in in pursuing dance. You know, uh, um, yep. before dance, it was skateboarding for me. My mom hated the fact that I skateboarded and I would like do tricks off of like I mean, at the time, like four or five staircase you know tricks. So <laughs> like, yo, that's pretty crazy. And I've gotten my my share of injuries, but kind of I guess like what you're saying, it didn't keep me from continuing to skateboard. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna land this trick. And then fast forward into things like dance and stuff like that. I guess whenever there is some sort of opposition, I mean, it can go both ways. It could either be like, yeah, you're right. I, I won't do it. Or like, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's actually my motivator to kind of to to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like the proving people wrong aspect because then it also like proves to myself that I was able to do it. You know? Yeah. I just use a little different mindset to make it work. Speaking of proving to yourself, uh, out of like the entire journey so far, whether it be, you know, tricking or whatever, like what was one moment or one uh, accomplishment or one place that you were at where you felt that like out of everything that you had done, you had proven something to yourself with what you could do? That can go two different ways. I G- got give two me different both. Answers. Give me both. So in terms of danger, the years I've trained what quote unquote people say for free has led to me getting certain things along the way that I can capitalize off of, you know? So one of the biggest videos that I ever cashed out on was me getting hit by a car like a few years ago. The, we saw yeah, that we earlier saw that video. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of people think that's like fake and shit. I'm like, it's not fake. Like I have a hundred angles. I don't even have a scar on my leg anymore. Actually, I didn't break anything either. The only thing I came out with was a really bruised leg for a week maybe that was the impact of the car yeah yeah from the head yeah because you rolled out of that thing you're like I'm yeah yeah, yeah. so like <laughs> i did obviously people were like did you plan on doing that i'm like you're an idiot why would i want to get hit by a car 
I wanted to <laughs> round off backflip, stall, let it go under me, and that's it, right? So all I did was time it twice, two timers on the third time. I was like, I would say it. And then he was just going a little too fast, and I was just going a little too fast on my end. So it messed up, right? But with me having all the 15 years of flipping prior, it's literally like instinctively saved my life. Like I knew like the second I did the takeoff in my head, I'm landing it, right? There's no way I was failing, but then I got hit. What do you do? And literally a blink of an eye of hitting the ground and you got hit and your body's doing this. You got to adapt. So literally like time froze in my head. I was able to spot everywhere I was. And then I just, why I perfectly rolled out with my hands here, rolled over my wrist and it hit my head or anything. Literally just instinct. Wow. That's that's crazy. Is it, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, you need to go YouTube this right now. Literally type in bagels pain and it'll be one of the first videos. You gotta to Google see. hit by car, it's right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, it's first, the first thing first search result. Yeah, that that's oh like gosh. one of my yeah, biggest videos probably ever. That's insane, man. Yeah, I mean, we're, we were just kind of doing a deep dive on just like some of the crazy stuff that you've done. And so obviously that takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of discipline. Can you walk us through a little bit of like what that side of, because I, I I mean, you were even talking, but you're like, yeah, I'm going to go train after this anyway. I'm yeah. good. And, you know, we've, we've been talking and like, you, you know, we've been trying to schedule things. So you keep bringing up training. So what's what's like a day in the life of bagels look like in terms of training discipline is there like a diet element that like adds to the whole thing you know like walk us through that yeah so i mean i wouldn't say like my life diet is a standard professional athlete definitely not 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 the things i consume not the things i do they're definitely not aligned to be like a prime like olympic athlete type thing you know like these people are literally like on certain sleep schedules they're on eat this amount a day track this track that i don't track anything <laughs> i don't track. i the only thing i track is the amount of videos i film a day because that's what matters mm-hmm. i get at least four to five clips a day four yeah. to five wow. clips yeah, a day easy easy and if it's like a day i'm feeling really good i can get 10 Jeez. and these are all individual clips i can use on tiktok instagram uh spotlight on my snapchat Facebook reels, and then I also have all those used for a YouTube video. So I make a YouTube video pretty much every day. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I only upload three a week. Tell us about that. Like I, you know, after like looking into some of your videos and stuff like that, you do a, a really amazing job, by the way, talking about like content creation and like I totally vibe with you when I, I think I watched one of your videos and you were talking about how this time frame also is an era in which like we need to capitalize and utilize social media and the power of it um, because of one the the leverage that our generation has at, in, in this kind of like new tech social media era and yeah. also because of like what it actually will provide for us in like a forward thinking future you know what i mean you do a really really great job um not only like articulating about <clears throat> it but also following through with it so i'll 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 kind of blow your mind with it so i do <laughs> i edit everything on my phone and film all everything on my phone on splice if you ever heard of that yeah app. yeah we, we so like all the youtubers i lazy. film with they have like 15 20 people on their production teams etc i'm literally doing everything alone thumbnails video concepts you name it if you can that's the way to go well yeah that's but... what i like i like improvising and spontaneously doing stuff so like i tell most people i don't plan my videos they just kind of happen on the spot i could film one at night i don't know it all literally depends on like what sparks in the moment of what mm. i'm doing and most of the time it's really easy for me to think of a concept to come off something you know not it won't really take like a long time like most of my friends they take probably four or five hours to film a video that's going to come out to be 15 16 minutes yeah. And you're just ready to go at a moment. So you don't yeah, have to warm up, stretch. You can just find inspiration and just yeah, do Yeah, I like just a- like going and talking. That's why I like podcasts because you're like, you don't just sit there to plan your things out. You just kind of flow off the top and it goes, mm. you know. And then that's when you get the more real authentic shit, I feel like. Versus, oh, I had to stage this. I had to plan this. I had to hit this line right. Like, no, it's flow off the top. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why we love it too. That's why we're doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why we're doing this. Okay, so yeah, you see, you don't treat yourself like a whatever the whatever the standard traditional athlete is. I'm using my air quotes right now because I mean, yeah, I think yeah. everybody, everybody has a very different way that they approach um you know yeah like the the food that they eat to how much sleep they get and and whatever it is but the way that you're you're even talking about being able to crank out minimum four to five videos a day 
there is a discipline there though. You know what I mean? You don't just like, oh, I don't know. I just just so happen to do it. Like that may be even on a subconscious level. Like that, those are my goals. Like I'm I'm not not cranking out at least this much. Yeah. So even from, you know, um, whether that's driven by uh, just your, you know, love for your craft or you treating this as like, this is my business. It's like, I'm my own business. And in order for me to, you know, build this thing to make it successful, here's like the minimum things required in order for like, you know, me as a brand, as a business or whatever you want to call yourself. Um, so there's like this, like the entrepreneurial mind that you have in me earlier, we were talking about NFTs and investing yeah. and things like that. So there's, you have this, you have this brain in a, in a, in a way of thinking that um, whether you think you're a routine oriented person or not, there are certain systems in place. Like as we, as you're talking about, I see them like, there is a system here. Yeah, 100%. You may not think of it like that. You're like, no, I'm on the fly. I, I kind of freestyle everything, whatever. But like, no, there is a system in there. So um, what are your thoughts towards that? I mean, do you agree, disagree? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I'd say like I was mentioning earlier, uh, it's it's the, the perspective change of when I was younger to now is definitely helped form that and shape that to make me like be able to do that. Like, for example, like my parents being divorced, I feel like that could be something I utilize like to help me, you know, not give up on my day to day stuff, something along like Whoa. those lines or mm -hmm. whether if it's uh, knowing that I was the first Red Bull athlete to get signed, I can get signed by another company potentially because I have that under my belt even though I don't really care to right at this point in my mm -hmm. life anymore. If it happened, I still could, depending if the numbers are right, but that's not like the drive now, you know? So things change like perspective-wise over time, but I'd say past experiences definitely can help shape and mold the reason my mindset is what it is. Right. So where is your sort of focus in terms of where you see yourself now? What are, What's motivating you? Like what what's like a current goal that you currently are trying to like, this is my next thing that I'm going for. I'll just start with the easy one. In terms of like my industry with skills, there's just uh, one trick that I'm trying to do on this shipping container that I've been making a bunch of like pretty viral videos. Oh, the one at UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like uh, it's a trick called a full and back out. It's a double backflip, but the first one's a spin in it. So you spin backflip, then another flip. So you spin backflip, do you land yes. and then another flip? No, it's backflip with a spin at once in the air and then you do another one after at once in the air. So it's a double flip. So like pretty much the skills I've been taking outside like on concrete or shipping creation, like what gymnasts compete in the Olympics with, but they're on a spring floor. Yeah. So like this just shows like they're so dedicated to get their craft perfect. I like to take what they're doing and be like, yo, you don't have to limit yourself like I was in cheer take the shit outside, you know? You don't even have to stay in the gym. They're like, oh, most of the people's excuses, they want to save their bones. Completely fine, you can do that. But I prefer to just, you know, take risk. Like you, like I was telling you earlier, like risk everything. Before I moved out here, I sold solar door to door for a year. When uh, And that was like a job I didn't even know if I would like even do anything with, right? But South Carolina that year, uh, they were giving huge tax credits back to people who went, solar and i would look for homes that qualified for solar to get on the roof for free they just mm -hmm. paid the new reduced bill that we had so all i would do is just go find homes who would qualify and i literally went door to door literally had from guns sent to me dog chase out to me to like <laughs> oh come in literally i've experienced all types of humans you could not honestly believe it <laughs> south carolina's got weird people uh -huh. but yeah long story short a combination of that and traveling the world with tricking you know outside of the solar stuff like it's it's I definitely made me who I am today for sure. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we we are are dancers as well and and physical movers and stuff, but we've, you know, been in the game for a little bit longer and so there's kind of like this physical mortality that, you know, we've had to reconcile with the, the older you get, right? Obviously, you know, you see it in basketball players, football players, the second you get to a certain age, you might have all this title, you might have all these these credits and things that you have done in your legacy, but you're not the 20 year old kid who's coming in, you yeah. know, moves fresh. 100. Like w for tricking, it's, you know, again, I, 
it seems more intense. <laughs> like what you do, the way you're doing stuff, the way you're using your body. But like, what does that look and feel like for you? Do you think about that? Are you feeling it already? You talked about your prime, you know, or a time yeah, yeah, that Red Bull looks for younger days. Like what, where is that for you? And then what's next after that? Or like, how do you see what you're going to do with it? So in tricking, there's like, I've done every skill I've wanted to do and more when it came to tricking, right? Yeah. And when I, I when I had my knee injury from tricking, I showed the doctor a clip and he was showing me like, all right, if you keep landing on those certain a- angles and axes with the spins and the kicks, that's when your ACL goes out. Then I show him what parkour was, where it's just literally plyo jumps, strides, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, well, that's not going to hurt your knee. It's actually going to rehab it. So when I heard oh, that, shit. that's when I 180'd the fucking switch and I went straight parkour. And now I've Whoa. literally done, I've done even, like, I've only been doing it for three years now. I've done, f- like, world's first in the sport for parkour, well, for free running, because you have to involve flips with it. What is, what is world's first? Again? So, like, I'm the first person in the world to do, <clears throat> like, do a certain trick in the field of free running parkour. So, tricking is all flat ground, right? Uh, so, imagine if I, like, if this is a ledge and this is a ledge, I run, do a cork off this ledge and land here. That's free running because uh, <clears throat> there's a ledge to a ledge. It's not flat ground. Yeah. There's like a gap. There's like a wall to a wall. Sure. And there's yeah, a walkway yeah, yeah, yeah. in between. You flip off this, land that, but with the court, the, that skill. So like not many people are bringing it outside. So when I came out and like started doing more free running, I was doing that. I was doing double cork prees. I was trying even some triple cork prees, which no one's ever tried. No one's trying doubles. I was trying them with variations. So like just innovating the sport. That's where I yeah, see so myself. Yeah, so you're like fusing and bridging the, those Yeah, exactly. And then uh, so many people in the industry are like very grateful for it because they, wow. they're like, oh, it's been stagnant for years. And we wish more people from that industry would come try this. I'm like, well, it's the same for y'all, dude. Y'all get up, stop jumping shit and come flip. Because every time I come to a session, all y'all want to do is jump. No one can flip. Same wow. vice versa. You're like, oh, y'all are only flipping. Come jump. I'm like, bro, it works both ways. Mm. Works both ways, so dog. You're, you're innovating in the space right now. Yeah, exactly. And for like the past that's, that's crazy. three, four years. And, and in that sense, that'll give you a different kind of longevity that like other people may not be able to have. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like in terms of like certain recognition and stuff, but more so like the capitalizing off it because you don't have to be the best in the sport to make the most, you know. So, I mean, dude, I, I'm I'm really seeing a side of you in terms of the way that you see your own life because you're, you're paving your own journey and whether the the masses or the the majority of the thing that you're kind of associating with in terms of the community or the culture that you kind of like yo i i subscribe to like yeah i'm a tricker i'm a parkour but if if the people who are of that community sort of give you pushback you're not necessarily be like oh damn like maybe i should listen to them but you're like no this is my life and this is the thing that i feel passionate about so you have this ability to um you obviously you you know the culture you've been in it you're innovating in this space but you have this progressive um mentality that i think that like i can see taking you very far um we're talking about shelf life and all this other stuff in terms of physicality um what are your thoughts and are you um even thinking in terms of like what is the next step like after i'm not jumping and tricking and and parkour like what 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 do i transition into is that even in your periphery or are you just kind of more so just in the moment right now i'd say for the past like ever since i was 18 i've been in the moment for everything like i didn't even expect to be in la this long either it's a good one like a lot of people also too that came out here with like i was telling you i'm not even talking to them anymore so like people are kind of like off on their own avenues essentially for me i don't see myself like most people in the industry when they retire they go back and coach in the gym or mm-hmm. spot kids how to flip and I'm not doing that again. I grew up coaching and doing all that. I went on tours doing all that. I'm not going to go back like a full circle. Mm -hmm. So what I would do, and not even like (laughs) nothing that's like big for me, but opening a facility is like directly though for tricking is not profitable. You Mm -hmm. have to do it like Jam the One the Valley. They rent it out to Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, movie directors, like left and right for stunt choreography, et cetera. So you can't just be a one gym thing. You got to be a universal gym. So that's what I've seen them doing up here. That's been killing it. And recently, like had the privilege to partner up and do some investments with Travis, one of my homies and get one in Atlanta. That's now jam Atlanta. And that's going to be hopefully fully done by middle of June, supposedly. Mm -hmm. 
So that's like super, super tight for me on, my, on that end. Sometimes people get like lost or trapped in this mindset that you're like, you know, a, a, a game piece in a game and not thinking that the game changes. But at the end of the day, it's like games change all the time and you being able to change how you play it is exactly what allows you to like move through. You're saying when the, the pieces move, the game changes. The year I got dropped by Red Bull was so unexpected. That that just completely changed everything I did. Um, Tell us about that. It was over a text to start with. I, was like, I don't even like care a high school if this breakup. is even out public. <laughs> it was over a text. I'm like, that's so unprofessional. Like, what the hell, dude? And for the amount of stuff I did for him, long story short, yeah, it was over a text, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe how they handled it. One, two, I didn't know what my next step was going to be because my biggest source at that time of income was Red Bull. Yeah. And then uh, with the Red Bull money that I got, I, I bought and flipped two houses with my brother when we were 17 and 18 in South Carolina. And then that's why I kind of thought I was going to go into real estate for a little bit. And then got bored, went straight into solar for a year, door to door, got bored. I was like, all right, tour, went on tour for those three years. I'm like, all right, well, it's cool. It's not like, like it's profitable, but it's not like a long-term thing. What's next? So I was like, if I go back to South Carolina, just do the same routine I'm doing, I'm literally going nowhere. It's a rat race. So I had to break the loop, got out of the rat race, went to LA. And I said, I'm not going back no matter what, even if I end up living by myself. So what's what's next, man? Like what's kind of a, like if you have like a goal that's kind of like, I'm trying to do this right now. What, what is Small that? or big. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, a lot of this stuff is just very random. Like I'd say maybe heavily NFT inspired, especially things with good utility. Like the NFTs that I have currently, I, I just want to see them pretty much do what they say they're going to do, yeah. you know, with their roadmaps. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, a lot of the moves that I've played out so far, are like they're going to work out perfectly fine, especially with the industry. I mean, because like I'm very heavily into Twitch and gaming. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of these are very play to earn aspects. Mm -hmm. So if I can kind of like have a system going on while I do all my streaming and stuff, I think it could be very good for me mm -hmm. you know and obviously it's not like hey do what i'm doing this is like my financial advice no it's like y'all i'm playing my freaking game like i'm staking stuff on my own don't do no, this right. that's amazing uh to read between not even between the lines but for the sake of it like what's so dope about that and inspiring especially for any listeners who are out there you know what i mean it's like on the one hand, you're doing like world's first championship, fucking flipping Red Bull, blah, blah, blah. Your, your body's going crazy. On the other hand, you've got game plans where you are, are like, if I don't use my body at all, there's different kinds of game plans. And I think that's what every, you know, marginally successful person needs to do nowadays. They can't put all their eggs in the one basket. And it's not about baskets like career. It's it's about like baskets of, of joy and passion. You know what I mean? I when you know. like are into something, you're like, I'm going to do it. And even when you talk about like, I don't really know what's going to go on. Everything's kind of random. It's like you already know what you love and you already know how you're going to fuck with what you love. So mm -hmm. it's like almost guaranteed something's going to work out, even if it doesn't work out to the plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I see that and I'm like, that's something that everybody, I, I firmly believe in that too, should be thinking about. Even if you're like, even for us, you know, as like dancers and stuff, for any dancers that are listening, if your whole game plan is to dance your way through life, it's not bad. But to know that you have multiple things, you know what I mean, yeah. that that you can like fall on, whether you're interested or you're injured or whatever life presents at you, I think it's super, super important for people to, and it's not even diversifying your portfolio, it's listening to what you're into and just mm -hmm. going for it without mm -hmm. fear. Mm -hmm. That's the yeah. difference. You don't have to do it because you have to do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. doing it because you're like, you believe you can and the options are available for you. Yeah, I like doing things that really suit my my personality and lifestyle. <laughs> me risking my my life with the most of the tricks i do whether it's jumping a building or not like i like risking things financially sometimes not the best thing but like i i like doing it you know yeah it's, same yeah. same kind of high you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah it's the same kind of feeling you know mm -hmm. sometimes it's worse when it doesn't work out all the time but like at the end of the day i take everything as like a learning experience yeah. for me so it doesn't always have to be a win for me to see. Totally. Like a, a green at least. Yeah, here's mm -hmm. a fun analogy um, for 
anybody who like really really knows like uh, my dance interests as well when i first started dancing i, I first got into breaking and b-boying as well um but obviously 99 of my actual career and what gave me everything that i have has been through you know things like choreography based stuff right creating choreography chore choreographing for artists doing shows and whatnot right but if I didn't have to dance for money. If I had to take, you know, like didn't have to worry about career, image, job security, any of that at all, I feel like my natural dance interest would bring me back to breaking because no matter how phenomenal, you know, or how whatever it is that I might have created through something like choreography or how my, that might have impi impacted somebody or inspired somebody, when you like land a freeze, you just stick the shit out of a freezing b-boy, you'll like scream for yourself. <laughs> oh, snap! You know, and that's like, it could be undocumented. It's not on a stage. Yeah. It could just be in a random rehearsal. And you just stuck the crap out of something. And I feel like that same euphoria comes from things like, you know, like landing a trick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like maybe nobody's watching. You're just doing it yourself. But if you hit that, like you were talking about that double flip with the twist, if you were to yeah, do that yeah. by yourself, and nobody watch it, you didn't get paid for it, it still might be one of the most glorious moments in your entire journey. That's why I like parkour, because it's nothing, no crazy 20 flip spins. So you're just jumping, right? Nothing's more satisfying in any flipping sport, jumping sport, than me hitting a regular jump and sticking a big jump. Like, if it's a 10-foot gap, and there's like a 5-foot drop, like high to low, if I just did a standing jump, and I stuck it to the edge of the wall, perfect, no better feeling. Swear to God. That's crazy. I, I can do a triple flip on grass. Not going to feel cool. I totally know mm. what you're talking about in that same analogy. The only thing I don't know what you're talking about is how the fuck do you even get that if you don't land the trick? Like, what, yeah, like, just, there's no messing up. What, yeah, what is like, messing up? Yeah, you can't like? mess up. It's the same as the freeze. You said you have to stick it. Because mm. if you stick it. Yeah, but if I don't stick it, I'm going to fall one so, inch to so the ground. So one, one step back is body control. So I won't really do necessarily many things that I know my body control won't handle. And a lot of it is mental. Yeah, None totally. of it's really physical for me. It's majority mental, 95%, I'd say. But yeah, yeah it's like it, it's like climbing the ladder. And that's something yeah. I always like, I love doing is just like ladder effects, you know, ladder effects and climbing and climbing, climbing. And how can I climb this ladder and then jump to this ladder and get up this ladder, you know, when they have nothing to do with each other. Like mm. perfect example. The other night I'm at my, uh, my one of my best friends, Carter's house. Uh, I film YouTube videos with, and he's having this, like, there's this company called Carrot Card. It's like a credit card yeah, thing. Yeah, no Carrot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you are you friends with the guys, Eric uh, and Will? Will, I know Will. Okay, Will, yeah. 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 Great friends. So, yeah, long story short, they were having this party at Carter's house because they've known Carter for, like, quite some time now. And I did one flip, and this dude comes up to me and was like, yo, that was so sick. Can you do it again? I was like, yeah, sure. And, like, I like this happens at pretty much every party like you do a flip someone's gonna come out you do a freeze hey can you do that again like it's just the same thing right yeah. so i started talking to this dude we were like chopping it up super cool he's like hey man dude you got instagram i was like yeah yeah of course if you thought that was cool i got way better stuff on here <laughs> luckily i can't i i'm not gonna do it so you can watch it here <laughs> but uh yeah like let's look i like love to connect he's like yeah man i mean i would love to like try to get my body into shape and stuff i was like i mean you don't like you're like out of shape or anything what like what's your thing he's like oh i just you know i'm always working so i always i want to find some time to like do some stuff like this move around i was like yeah no worries so he just like put his instagram in like 800 followers not that that matters and then like put his phone number in too and then I was like, sick, dude, nice to meet you. And then his friend comes up. His friend's name's Eugene. Uh, the guy I was talking to, his name was Danny. No, Darren. Sorry, Darren. And turns out Darren's the uh, second co-founder of FTX. I had no idea. Who is that? He's like, yo, that's definitely the richest guy here. I was like, all right, cool. Like, what's he do? He's like, he's the, uh, one of the guys from FTX. We should go talk to him more. I was like, oh, he's just chopping up. He wants to come flip soon. I was like, let's go to fucking jam. Let's bring him there. So then we start chopping up and he's like, yeah, dude, I got to go to Bahamas next week. Then I got to go uh, sponsor the uh, F1 thing in Miami. And then uh, once I'm back from all that, let's definitely do something. Oh, wait, do y'all want to come out to Miami? Y'all should. And we do something. I'm like, how this literally start from a backflip? If I had a dollar for every person like this I've interacted with from just doing a simple flip, it's crazy. And it's just completely like one ladder, just 
you know, regular sport, and it got leaped over to this and potential collaborations with him in the future. Totally. FTX spark, like sponsorships. We we're already talking about a hand list of stuff. You know how my brain went off. Yeah, yeah. Off on ideas. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Right there. So well, you know, in light of just all of that talk, right? You know, this the the concept of like, you know, trying to figure out life, trying to get to that next level. It's all kind of in this pursuit of this idea of success. Currently for you, how would you define success? For for me personally, it's when you've left a solid footprint in my eyes. You can take that with however you want. But when you've left a solid footprint, doesn't mean you have to hit a certain bank a number. Or you have to own a certain amount of cars. or It's not a material thing to me mm-hmm. at all. It's a it's all here. It's an energy soul thing. I love that, man. Yeah. In, yeah. Impact. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's yeah. funny you say that. I had a friend... Uh, He's this billionaire. He's a poker player from Vegas, and he's out by Nepal, where Mount Everest is right now. I know we're talking about that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He met this dude, how flipping out a crypto party from this guy named Sean Kelly. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's this big NFT crypto guy out of Vegas. But long story short, invited me to his event, did a flip. Poker guy comes up. Yo, that was so sick, dude, again. Chopped it up with him. End up same thing, kind of like with the FTX guy. Got yeah. like he wants to link up, do some stuff, but he he was training to uh, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm, Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. yeah. So he just did that recently, and then now he just went to India to go find some magical guru in the mountains. Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen it I yet, so if it has strange. something to do with it, yeah. I might have to now. <laughs> but he's trying to like seek some deeper wisdom. Yeah. To like this guru is apparently like a wealthy billionaire in the country of India and just dipped to the caves, and now he just lives there. Now he's going to like seek higher wisdom from the like these guys. That's off the hook. So man. I'm like that. See, like people out here tripping about. I don't know the dumbest shit out here. I'm like, there's people literally going out to caves on the other side of the planet to find people with higher wisdom because, yeah, that because that I don't even yeah. know, dude. So that's the levels of success right there. You got everybody's got to learn a backflip. Second, everybody Start knows how flip. to do backflip. a backflip. That's how you network. I I will say, stay keeping your physical maintained. <laughs> Keeps your mental sustained. Oh, I, totally I was a one line. I, I love that. that. I love that. <laughs> bars, baby, bars. No, that totally makes sense, man. Totally makes sense. We like to finish each episode with a lightning round. So we want to toss yeah. some questions at you and then, yeah, quick lightning fashion. Here we go. Three, two, one. Who's your favorite action star? Action star. Uh, Luke Skywalker. That's first. Ooh. I was playing Fortnite earlier. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But he's fire. Uh, what is the craziest stunt you've ever completed? Uh, completed getting hit by a car because I didn't die. That one <laughs> completed the bad. rotation. Not quite, do, not quite planned, but that was the craziest. Unplanned, one craziest yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. For a guy who's been everywhere around the world, where's somewhere you want to go? Oh, oh, more Asia. I've only been in Japan and South Korea. Not enough. Need, oh need yeah, to go deeper. Asia. Need to go deeper, bro. Who is your biggest inspiration? Biggest inspiration. All right. So we kind of talked on this earlier. I'll make it quick. Store parkour group from Europe, from England. These are the guys. I watched one video and it, that's all it took. And I'm literally dedicated my literary career now to parkour. That's one video awesome. three years Pretty ago. Sick, Store, look them up. The goats. Okay. If you were a superhero, who would you be? Oof. Spider Man. Come on now. That would make sense. Climbing, swinging, yeah, flipping. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. If you had to battle one person in tricking or parkour, who would it be? You know, it's funny. I hate competitions, so I wouldn't really want to battle anyone. But okay, who would you want to collab with? He then? said, "But he said, but." Oh, me. just kidding. Yeah, give us but, the juice. I like. I mean, it would be fun to battle Guthrie, the best guy in the world right now. There you go. I mean, I don't train tricking anymore. He trains it every day, but I can still pretty much do every trick. It just stamina. How it? I would just have to get it back up. But yeah, I think it would be fun. Because I think last time I, I battled him for like a YouTube video for mine, like a game of trick, uh, I beat him. So oh. I was like, dude, there's no way I beat you, bro. Like you let it win for the YouTube video. But <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I mean, he literally at any moment could shut me down. I could, he could not let me score at all for sure. Damn. <laughs> yeah. What is a dream opportunity for you? To experience a cashed out blessing. A cashed out blessing. Yes. What does that mean? The best way I could sum it up in something how I, like a personal experience that I almost came across long time ago, 
I invested like a couple hundred bucks, like maybe 400 bucks into Bitcoin 2015 when I was talking with Matt at the time. And it was around like maybe 12 bucks. So I got a bunch, deleted my Coinbase app, redownloaded last year. Something like that type blessing. But Sick. something that I actually worked for, not uh, like I just, oh, I listen to my friends and oh, yay. So I didn't balling, know this would baby. happen. You balling. I wouldn't say that. I just. Yeah. I don't I, I don't believe in that stuff. That's why I'm very like to the sport that I do. Like otherwise I would just be like one of those bougie other lame ass people who are in the industry who just don't care about the industry. They're like, well let's do, do movies and get rich and then fuck off. Like, no. What is your proudest moment? Hmm. Honestly, it's not my proudest, but one of mine was definitely setting the cork record. 28 right no 17 because i i beat my own record six times oh damn oh you mean the first like time you set the so record so my friend guthrie had it set he did 16 and then i did 17 then i did 19 then 22 then 23 then 25 then 28 that was Jeez. the order i went what the? so the fact that i could just re-beat my own six seven years maintaining that was like one of the proudest shits i ever done like i'm the only human on the walk on this earth that held a record of that for that long is that like a guinness book or no because you have book? to pay oh, okay. you have to pay to be in the book yeah, it's so that? freaking yeah, that sounds yeah. don't dumb. get me yeah, started bro lame. so, so oh well we don't know if it was fake we have to be there and film it i'm like no that's not how this shit works <laughs> when i'm in the moment i'm in the moment i go yeah, like yeah. that's that i'm not gonna wait for you to get set all right like no like that's your loss you ain't doing it get your eyes you're just watching right just sit there <laughs> like for real if i'm about to literally is it be... documented is on video you do yeah yeah all of them oh, all of the yeah. records well, i mean that's yeah. good enough yeah. and the first three times i did my phone's propped up on a water bottle and i was by myself so Damn, yeah just world records by self-motivation bro yeah man. gotta have it that's dope what is your biggest fear oh dude i have a lot of fears what's the biggest Shh, one i don't have a biggest i mean I, i'd say my biggest fear is not the, the ability not to be able to move, that would for sure be my biggest Like fear. you woke up paralyzed? Oh, yeah. That Damn. would be awful. That would suck. What is something that's on your bucket list? Oof. Hit every continent. Antarctica. Yeah, my friend wants to take me this, yeah, this year. They're trying to do a YouTube video. Last to leave the coldest place on earth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wish me luck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What what's your superpower? Uh, invincibility. <laughs> not really, not really. <laughs> uh, my superpower is my confidence, for sure. But my confidence that. literally, it correlates with what I do. You know, like if I say something, I'm gonna do it. And yeah. ten out of ten times, everything I've said is documented. Not nine out of ten. Literally ten out of ten, because I don't let anything not get documented. Yeah, yeah. In terms right. of like, especially I'm thinking more so of my sport, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even if I'm doing a prep, I've learned don't even, don't risk anything not getting documented. Mm -hmm. Just think of all of our parents. Oh, yeah, we used to do this back in the day. Oh, you have footage? Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> Why? I know they had camera. Oh, it's too it was different back then. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I know it's different, but like now I'm saying, like, it's now modern day. What's the excuse? Right, 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 you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, I love it. If you could prescribe something to the world for everyone to do once daily, what would that be? Work out in the morning. Swear to God. Like I would give some kind of like business thing right now, but like or financial, but no, straight health is wealth. Health is freaking wealth. I, all day for me. I don't care how rich you are. You can't buy your wealth. I mean your health. Yeah. You can't, you can buy the things you need. But you just eat it and you don't actually move. You're not doing shit. It's yeah. just going to rot in you. Yeah. So you got to get up and make your body, your skeleton move. The one thing you're going to be with the rest of your life, make move. Yeah. People make excuses to make the one thing they're with every day to do movement. Such a shame. I can agree with that. And I, I'm guilty sometimes in the morning. Sometimes mornings I'm like, oh, dang, I can't do it because I make myself at 7 every day. But if it's like 830, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm too late. I'm like, no, I'm not. Just because I had a standard for myself at seven doesn't mean I'm too late. Mm -hmm. It's better late than never. You know what I mean? Totally. So so Bruce Lee has his famous quote. He talks about the concept of mastery. He says, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Mm -hmm. What is it that you feel like you've put that 10,000 hours corks. of practice into? That's so funny you said that. There it's you like go. corks. <laughs> Literally corks. Like, 
<laughs> and I so say that because that like, answer yeah. for you, man. <laughs> well, because I say that because it's so relevant for me. Because like at the end of the day, people, if I do a quirk now, people are like that's a cool trick. Every freaking standard person will say that, but they don't know the history of that trick. That trick has made me almost half a million dollars. That trick has gotten me on the Ellen show. That trick has gotten me world records. That trick has gotten me national type. There's so many things that one trick, not like a car, but literally just cork. The single trick cork has got me so much in life. It's unbelievable. That's like amazing. actually unbelievable. No one knows. Just like someone, if they went viral for a backflip and it changed their whole career. This is like the trick that changed my career. Even though I can do way more than that one trick. Yeah, no, I feel it. That's yeah. that's amazing. Like when my friends come see me and they're trickers, they're like, yo, hit, hit 10 corks right now. I'm out in the middle of a street or at Target. I'm like, all right, bust 10. Like that's like what my getup was. Like I just always did 10 no matter what. No matter Sick. what area, always 10. No matter what area. No matter what. So like right here, you'd be able to get I would that. run out of room here. <laughs> In this case, I would run out. I, I could barely do one because I would hit this. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. yeah, if, if it's like in the proper setting. So we don't go outside again. later. We don't get some. She <laughs> said she's got to get three to four content yeah, videos we gotta a day. Get Minimum, content. we got to get some content outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, bagels, man, uh, dude. First of all, thanks for for stopping in, bro. We appreciate your time, but like, man, just you know, seeing all the stuff, like, yeah, we we're geeking out on the videos, and obviously, you can't accomplish things like that without putting in the hours and and putting in that work ethic from the way that you take care of your body, your workout regimen to you know diet to your mentality. I think is probably the most important thing because that's what drives all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I can totally see that like you are already on your way to become all the things that maybe you're not even so consciously like, yeah, I'm going to become a this or a that, but you have great momentum and uh, dude, you're inspiring a whole generation. You're innovating in the spaces that you kind of like were introduced to, but now adding elements where it's now becoming evolved and like you're a part of that, you're breaking records, like Dude, you're you're doing you're I doing the most. It, man. Man. You're doing the most. And <laughs> yeah, man. I feel no, like I'm not doing enough. That's the worst part. That's maybe the best part then. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I feel like I, I'm not doing enough. I feel like I feel like the people who go the farthest are the ones who are always constantly feeling like they need to do more, right? So like I surround myself with the better people, bro. I tell myself every day and all my friends, like, yo, surround yourself with good people. It's as good as that. Not cause someone does something good for you. That's separate. Totally. Mm, that's yeah. separate. Mm -hmm. That that that's what I call a wolf in the dark. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I hey man, like yeah, I'm just echoing Bando. Like to even be able to master something like a cork, like that already, like you know, and I don't know, maybe it's the Asianness in us, right? But like some people will uh, spend their entire life on a single discipline, and that's the entire purpose mm -hmm. of it. Whether it be like contributing to their community or village, to something as phenomenal as like doing a single move that gets you around the world and changes the generation's perspective on what can be done with the human physical condition. Like there, there's such power to mastering something simple and like I, I think we're super honored and privileged to be sitting here with somebody who's not only just holding the world record but like who still has a million things left to do on the table you hey, know what thanks I mean? so, man thank you yeah. for sharing your time with yeah. us man. hey appreciate yeah. it appreciate it how can people follow the journey and uh keep, i mean keep seeing you breaking the ig records? bro bagels underscore pain and uh my youtube's just bailey pain so my government name sadly but <laughs> you're, on, you're on tiktok you're all over there yeah too, i mean so, yeah, yeah tiktok and stuff i mean i i I, I think Instagram's the best. Cool. Instagram, yeah. YouTube. I know my TikTok's probably like one of my bigger ones, but cool. I yeah. don't believe in TikTok. <laughs> I don't, That's bro. So funny. I don't believe in TikTok. That's a whole That's other conversation. It's a whole nother. We can come yeah. back for that. Yeah, 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 man. We will link again, though. Yeah. I don't yeah, doubt that. We will man. link again, man. So, dude, thank you again for stopping through, bro. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. man. Appreciate it. And uh, folks, thank you guys for tuning in, watching, listening. Um, if you guys are digging what you're hearing here, please hop on to iTunes, leave us that five-star rating, write us a review. Make sure you follow us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Kinja's Podcast Cast with the K. We're all up on there. We're on Twitter as well. Same handle. And if you guys are digging it, take a screenshot of it, snap us, tag us. We'll regram all that and share it to your folks. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Kendra Bang. Yeah. Till next time. Yeah. Sir.